Are you a glasses half empty or half full kind of person? Hi everybody, this is Pastor Bill with your devotional for this week. Let's think a little today about optimism and pessimism. Seems like we need that right now as we're in this in-between place with our pandemic. The only way I can honestly answer that question is to say it depends on the day or even the moment. My personal circumstances and what I hear and see around me from day to day all influence my outlook to say nothing about current events and what bad and broken things the news media decides to pick out and put before us. I'm sure this fluctuation is true for all of us, but I think it's safe to say our personality usually tends to lean to one direction or the other. I like to hang around optimistic people, but I suppose I also like to hang around realistic people. (laughs) Yet, which way of viewing things is best exemplified by the biblical story? What does the Bible tell us to be, half empty or half full? Does being grounded in the scriptures make one pessimistic or optimistic? Well, without a doubt, I think the biblical narrative gives plenty of support for both. And as a both and Lutheran Christian, someone who sees that holding two opposing things in tension is the key to Christianity. And when I say that, I mean things like polarities of saint, sinner, law, gospel, finite, infinite, slave-free, left-hand, right-hand kingdoms. I think you know how I'm going to answer my question here. It's, of course, both. The biblical narrative grounds us and gives us great reason for optimism, for sure. But it's the source of that optimism that is the key. The source is God and not us. Despite human failings and frailty, God remains faithful. God created the world. God continued to stay engaged in the world no matter what human beings did. And God ultimately took flesh in Jesus to deal with human sin, death, and the devil. God's purposes can be interrupted but not thwarted. Jesus rose from the dead, and he will come again and put all enemies under his feet, as Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15. All tears will be wiped away, as the prophet Isaiah says, and as we hear in Revelation. This world is not going to H-E double toothpicks, even though it may look like it from day to day. No, it's going to God. We also do see God the Holy Spirit at work in the pages of Scripture, making beautiful things happen through human beings. And if we look for it every day around us, you know, the biblical story should make optimists of all of us. But the biblical story is real, too. Real about the depths of human sin. To ignore this is to live in some fantasy land and is actually kind of foolish. People do amazingly wonderful things, no doubt. Nevertheless, the biblical story sobers any optimism. We should expect problems. Human beings are turned inward. And it's not my area of expertise and something it is something I don't talk a lot about. But in the realm of politics and policy and how to make our world better, any vision that doesn't take into account the depravity of human beings will end up producing more harm than good.
For instance, if we think the main problem is some group who happens to be in power, just look at what happens when they get replaced by the downtrodden group. Power corrupts, and that downtrodden group ends up oppressing someone else. The problem isn't a group. It's sin that infects the group in power. I think that's an important distinction. Nonetheless, now here's something interesting. When I don't forget the brokenness of creation and humanity, it actually helps me be more optimistic. This is what I mean. I don't expect things to go smoothly. I expect life is going to be hard so that when I run into difficulty, it doesn't floor me. When I sin or mess up or someone does that and I get hurt by it, um, I don't get too pessimistic because I am grounded in the reality of human brokenness. And so I go to the cross and hear the absolution and I get to move on and keep going. Well, half empty or half full? Yes. So if you're having a half full day or week, don't forget that God is the source of the good. Enjoy it, embrace it, but don't get too puffed up. Otherwise, when reality hits, it'll send you spiraling. If you're having a half-empty day or week, remember who is in charge ultimately. Remember Easter. Remember that God is still at work and will not be thwarted by human sin and brokenness. Keep at it. Don't give up. We live in the tension. Baptized and joined to Christ, we live in this tension. But ultimately, we live with the promise that God is directing us and we are in his hands and nothing can take us out of his hands. You have a blessed and wonderful day.